0: Welcome in to Scout Team Sports for week four of the NFL season. We just had the Thursday night football game last night. And now, of course, these are your predictions and analysis for the slew of games for the upcoming weekend, week four, officially, of the NFL. I am your host, Devalian. Once again, Scout Team Sports is here with you. I appreciate everybody who's listening who's rocking with us uh, on this Friday morning. So we're going to get right into it as far as the predictions for the first uh, couple of games. And uh, we start with the Baltimore Ravens at Washington football team. Um, Not much to say in this one, I think, just because you know who the more dominant team is in every aspect. Um, I'm I'm really sad that Chase Young is hurt. I like Chase Young for the Washington football team. If there were anybody that would give uh Lamar Jackson some fits, it would be him uh along with um the Washington football team's D-line, but other than that, uh the Ravens should handle this well. They are coming off of an I would say embarrassing loss to the Chiefs. I mean, it's no it's not an embarrassment to lose to the Chiefs, but it's an embarrassment for the Ravens not to be competitive against the Chiefs and they were never in that game uh last Monday night so uh, I'm looking for them to bounce back I don't see I mean they're better than Washington in offense defense and even special teams so it would be embarrassing if they lost this game even on the road so they should win uh the Ravens should win against Washington football team uh in Washington Next, we are going to the Los Angeles Chargers against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This one's tricky because I really thought that the Chargers would look stronger by now, even though you could say, well, one and three, you know, maybe they should be, um, maybe they should be, I mean, one and two and they should be maybe two and one rather, but, um, I don't know it just it looks a little shaky and I know Justin uh, Herbert's gonna do his you know gonna be a rookie and you know I think he can he can definitely score against his Bucks defense they're not they're not all that great I mean they look they look good last week but that was because they faced the Broncos um, but you're facing a stronger team in the Chargers this week as the Bucks, and um, I think that that is going to give Tom Brady some fits because there's he'd be going up, going up against a decent, too strong, somewhat strong defense. I think, um, but in the end, man, this is tough. In the end, I think that maybe Justin Herbert doesn't make enough plays, and maybe he makes some rookie mistakes again. And uh, um, I think the Bucks probably eke this one out just because of that. So I'm gonna take the Bucks over the Chargers just because I'm not. And you know, I thought I knew what the Chargers identity was and now I'm not sure. Um usually it's the defense and the offense will, you know, do a little bit in the running game, a little bit in the passing game, do just enough, win a low scoring game. Um, but I don't know now because I don't know where we are with Justin Herper. It was like one week he looks good, and that was because teams couldn't prepare for him. But then one week later, he looks like a rookie. So I don't know what's going to happen this week. Um, so I'm going to take the bucks slightly, but I don't think it's going to be easy because to, I, I think that Chargers defense is going to – Char- Chargers defense, rather, is going to give Tom Brady some fits. And so I think that's going to make it tough. Uh, but I think uh, the lack of, I mean, you're going, it's Justin Herbert versus Tom Brady. So um, I'm going to go with the Bucs, uh, even if Tom Brady's not that good as far as throwing the ball. He's still smart. So I'll go with the Bucks slightly over the Chargers. Next, we have Seahawks at Dolphins, um, unless... Russell Wilson gets sick and can't travel to the game and play. Uh, There's no way that the Dolphins win this. Um, I'm looking for their defense to sprout up and and mount wings and fly as Eagles. Somewhat, (laughs) as the saying goes, uh, to look somewhat decent, you know, in terms of I figured they'd be building on what they had last year. But maybe maybe uh um you know the the opt outs and the injuries are, are piling up and they have hurt them tremendously more so than i can see from face value and so um you know the Seahawks are clearly one of the strong teams in the entire NFL and i don't see them losing this game so Seahawks over the Dolphins next we have wow 0 and 3 Vikings versus 0 3 Texans who you got Oh, well yeah, you you're listening, so you wanna know who I got. Man, this is hard. Um, I'm gonna go with Deshaun Watson. I'm gonna go with Deshaun Watson. I'm gonna go with him. Um and I and I hate it I don't like it only because I like Dalvin Cook. But I think Deshaun Watson will see that he can he should be able to score all over this Vikings defense. And then Kirk Cousins will spend... Kirk Cousins will do his thing, I guess. You know, maybe he he shouldn't have a hard time against the Texans defense. But, um, you know, maybe they don't give it to Dalvin Cook enough, and then they get behind, and then Kirk Cousins has to try to come back, and that's just not good for the Vikings. So I could be wrong, but um, I'm going to go with the Texans at home uh, to get their first win over the winless Vikings. Next, we have Saints at... Lions, this is a tough one too because it seems like the Saints are, you know, it seems like Drew Brees is struggling, um, and it seems like the Lions should be zero and three, but they pulled out a scrappy, feisty win against the Car- the the previously undefeated Cardinals. So, um, man, this is tough, and we're in, uh, they're in Detroit. So, I mean, they're on turf, so I mean turf grass, so that. Doesn't pose a problem for the Saints because they love being indoors. Um man. It's tough. I mean, th- clearly it's like the Saints are the better team, but it seems like Drew Brees is lost without Michael Thomas. So uh, Michael Thomas still isn't in oh man. Man, 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 man. This is tough. I mean I had my preset notion already before I started this episode. But now it's like, I mean, if you're watching both of them play, it's almost like they're on par. The only thing that separates these two teams is Alvin Kamara. That's the only thing. I would definitely take Alvin Kamara any day over Adrian Peterson, who's doing most of the work in the running game for the Detroit Lions. Um, But when it comes to quarterback play, I mean, normally you would think Drew Brees is leaps and bounds over Matt Stafford. But... Uh, I don't know. I, it's hard for in my defense. I, my defense. My confidence in Drew Brees is declining. And um, I don't know, man. Because it, I I figured they was going to be another strong playoff contender and whatnot. And I know, was, you know, it's only the fourth week. I get that part. Um, but the way that they're looking right now, and the teams that they're going up against—I mean, if they're going up against Washington Football Team, they're going up against the Dolphins, or they're going up against the, the the Broncos, or something like that, uh, or if they're going up against the winless Jets or something like that—then you know, I mean, okay, Saints, all, of course, all the way. But this this is tough. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints. I'll go with them one more time. I'll go with them with this one. Maybe it's a, it's a it's a it's a shootout. I think maybe Drew Brees will do enough, and maybe you know Matt Stafford will love to do his comeback, um, like he always does in the fourth quarter because he always has to, because <laughs> uh, he always has to. Um, but maybe it won't be enough, and they missed their last second field goal or something. Yeah, I'll go with the Saints over the Lions, but that one's tricky. Next, we have Browns at Cowboys. This is another tough one because it's like, it's, you know, you, you think that whatever you thought two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe even one week ago about every single team in the NFL, you probably are wrong and have to switch that up now. So, Browns at Cowboys. Um Wow. I mean, okay, the Cowboys are better at home, so I'll go with the Cowboys at home. I will look for Dak and Zeke to get it going and get just enough to beat the Browns. And uh, Baker Mayfield probably throws one too many picks, and that kind of seals the deal. But the Browns look like they're coming on strong. I just don't, you know, it is going. I think it's going to be kind of inconsistent with the Browns. If the Browns can get together like three straight wins, and then we, then we got then we're talking. Um, because I have faith in Nick Chubb, and I even have faith in Odell Beckham, but Baker Mayfield is at the helm, and, and one week it looks good, one week it doesn't. Uh, uh, so this, I think this might be another shootout. I think this might be another shootout, and uh, I'll go with the Cowboys over the Browns. Next, we have Jaguars at Bengals. Oh boy, um, I mean, I thought the Jaguars l- would look a little better up until this point, um, but they haven't. I mean, one and two, yeah, they got one win, but and then you're going up against the Bengals, who have no wins in the win column, but they have two losses and a tie. So I don't know if a tie for that team in particular is a good thing, and maybe they're looking up. Hey, we're closer to a win. We didn't lose. <laughs> But we're closer to a win with the tie, so we're getting there. I don't know. Does that give a winless team like that, who was the bottom, at the bottom of the league last year and has a rookie quarterback and is in rebuilding mode, does that give them enough confidence uh, to win the football game? Um, you know, when, when it comes to uh, injury reports and things like that, I mean, things change even on late Friday So I could be totally wrong just because of certain things that happen in an injury report. Um, But if DJ Chark is out and Garner Minshew doesn't have his number one receiver, yeah, call me crazy. I'll go with the Bengals. They're scrappy. They're going. They're fighting for their first win. And, um, I mean, the Jaguars are hot, cold, hot, cold. I mean, I wouldn't even say hot, cold. They're like mild and then cold. And then they get mild again and then they get cold so I mean they haven't shown me any consistency so hey I'll go with the Bengals I think they're they're scrappy and they're, they're ready for uh their first win so I'll go with the Bengals over the Jaguars uh next we have Colts at Bears this is one of the best most interesting matchups because you have the running game and defense of the Colts versus I would say the running game and defense of the Bears now Tariq Cohen is uh, lost for the Bears so he's done for the season so that's a blow to their running game and so that puts more pressure on Nick Foles uh moving forward and then they uh, you know they probably haven't named a quarterback but they better go with Nick Foles if they want to win um I mean, and I understand it's one for one. I mean, Trubisky had one comeback first game of the season, and then Nick Foles had a comeback this past weekend. Um, But I just think Nick Foles is the better quarterback, and they should go with him. Um, If it comes down to that running game, what they still have left, minus Tariq Cohen and defense versus uh, the Colts um, running game and defense, um, then it probably comes down to the quarterback play. Um, And I think for this game, whoever's on top is probably going to, in the fourth quarter, is probably going to win the game. I don't see a comeback happening from either one of these two teams um, based on who they're matched up against, because it's almost like they're looking in the mirror um, when it comes to running game and defense. When it comes to quarterback play, if you're talking about Phillip Rivers versus Nick Foles, I've never had confidence in just when I would have confidence in Phillip Rivers, maybe in fantasy league or something like that. He'd throw his good old picks. So yeah, even if I'm wrong when it comes to Phillip Rivers, I'm not picking the Colts. If it's down to Phillip Rivers winning a football game, I'm not picking Phillip Rivers. I don't care. So I'll pick the Bears at home uh, with Nick Foles and maybe by hook or by crook, they get it done. Um, going to pause right there. But before I do, I want to Uh, lean into what I'm going to be talking about on the other side of the break and that is um, unfortunately this pandemic that's still with us that's still creeping up on us even though we want to try to put it to bed and put it away or make it seem like it doesn't matter Um, and it's affecting the NFL and um, I should have probably been on top of this earlier Um, but I'll get to it in just a moment after we hear from our sponsor. Once again, this is Scout Team Sports. We'll see you in a bit. Scout Team Sports, and we are right back at it. I am your host, Valiant. Thanks for hanging with us. We are right in the middle of our predictions and analysis for week four in the NFL. Uh, But before I continue, I wanted to get to uh, the topic uh, that I had been aware of but just didn't bring about the severity of it and that is the COVID-19 pandemic and how it's affecting um the NFL and first and foremost the uh rookie uh that the uh Atlanta Falcons drafted that was like I think right after last week or right before last week's games um the cornerback that they drafted at for his name escapes me at the moment but he tested positive for COVID, and because of that, apparently from what I'm understanding, they shut down this, his season. And I get it because they don't want it to spread, uh, but that's that's tough. I mean, you already have the opt-outs before the season starts. You already have and have currently have the injuries that are piling up um, because of lack of training camp or normal training camp, normal offseason, lack of preseason uh, and now you have, you know, if things like this happen during um, during the season, then they're liable to shut your season down because they don't want the, the COVID spreading, continuing to spread. And then uh, just recently, I believe it was some of the uh, Vikings players um, that tested positive. Um, I think it was the Vikings. And so now, I mean, what happens to, you know... Like what happens if a whole football team, or uh, like over fifty percent of a football team, uh, test positive for COVID? Now is that team's season shut down and they forfeit the rest of their games? Um, but this is this could get this could get worse before it gets better. Um, but that's just that's definitely something to to think about because it's like like I said the first two categories now you have. COVID taking players out of the season, shutting down their season. And I understand, like I said, they don't want it to spread. Uh, but man, that that's that's a blow. Not, like I said, I think it was the Vikings, uh, the last report that I looked at. Um, but man, I, that's just, you know, imagine COVID shutting, you test positive for COVID, and that's, you know, you're, the, you're Tom Brady or you're you know your your golf or your you know um one of the head coaches or your you know one Russell Wilson you know I don't I'm not wanting it to happen to anybody um but man it's like what do you do cuz i mean you know there's a risk because you know because of the how this sport is uh and now to the fact that they're allowing fans into the stadiums you know even though I think they all should be shut out and everybody should be watching it from home, but they want to allow some fans in the stadiums cause they want their money. Uh, and they want a little bit of the money if they can't get it all. Um, so they got a little bit here, a couple thousand fans in the stadiums. You got all the uh, video equipment, NFL network video uh, ladies and gentlemen working. And then you have all the coaches and all the media people and then all the players and, It's like, it's like people are testing positive people. Uh, Can we lock things down and and get back to safety? I mean, I don't understand why this thing is like, okay, you clearly know that there's not a vaccine yet. And yet you want to continue to ease up on the rules, ease up on the limitations. Like, okay, and now people are testing positive. I mean, you got to realize People testing positive in the NFL means people are losing jobs. That's what's really happening right now. You know, and I understand that, well, if they, certain people stay away, then they can't work either. I get that part. But it's just, it seems like it's not worth the risk. Because it's like, if you stay home, then yeah, you're not working. But if you try to go to work and you catch COVID, then you're going to be right back in the same situation. Um, Yeah. Eh, eh, it is it's 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 really bad. So um, whether you think COVID is serious or not, it's affecting people, and it's affecting people's lives, affecting people's jobs. So, yeah, this is this is gonna be this is a not only a year to remember or a year or two that most people probably want to forget. This is also gonna be a sports season in general that people will want to remember or forget. Uh, but we're moving on. So again, that is something that could take people out and when we don't know, and then that definitely affects the outcome of games. uh, If you, you know, one, two, three, four, five people or more um, get shut down because of COVID. We're moving on. Hopefully, um, praying for the best. Hopefully that, you know, nobody else tests positive ever and uh, that we can get the vaccine soon and everybody can get back to normal and being healthy, most importantly, um, so next we have the Cardinals at the Panthers. Um, the Cardinals showed some uh so some some holes in, in the armor, some kinks in the armor. I really didn't think Detroit of all teams would be the first team to beat them. Um but they did, and uh I think the Cardinals are still a very good team. Um, overall you know uh and when it comes to all 32 nfl teams i don't think they're in the top tier just yet but they're 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 clawing and scratching they're gonna get there i think they're gonna get better the panthers teddy bridgewater you know uh helped i think um authored a win last week and got them off off the uh winless column um they're at home panthers are at home um but I mean, I think both offenses can do some things, but the Panthers are still without uh, Christian McCaffrey. And so I think that that votes well more for the Cardinals and uh, the one-two punch or the combo of uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, I think will prevail since mo- both of these teams, either of these teams, I can't really say I put Faith in either of these defenses, so I'd have to go with who's better on offense, and it's the Cardinals right now, so I'll go with Cardinals over Panthers in Carolina. Next, we have a cakewalk game, it should be, I don't see why it couldn't be. Uh, the Giants at the Rams, and uh, clearly, the Rams are a better team. Giants don't have anything but Daniel Jones, he's gonna be running for his life, especially with Aaron Donald being hungry. Uh, And the Rams coming off of a loss, and now they get to feast on the Giants at home. I mean, there really is nothing else to talk about. Giants don't have a hope. Uh, They've got injuries. Like I said, of course, Saquon Barkley, their number one weapon, is done for this season already. So Rams over the Giants at SoFi Stadium. Next, we come to Bills at Raiders, uh, the Raiders' second home game in their new home in Las Vegas. Um, But uh, the injury bug is creeping up on them and creeping fast. We already know about two of their offensive linemen. Uh, Henry Ruggs didn't play last game due to injury, and he's out this game as well. So because of that, uh, and then we also have Brian Edwards, the other rookie Uh, wide receiver for the Raiders, who is playing a big role and has been playing a big role so far, is out as well. So unfortunately, this is going to give Derek Carr the the excuse of well, I don't have my weapons, and he doesn't have all of what he needs to win a football game, even though he has trouble utilizing people in the deep passing game, and uh, they overuse, in my opinion, Josh Jacobs and why he's banged up, um, and then of course his he, he acts like the only weapon he has now is Darren Waller, and so the Patriots have already shown a blueprint of how to beat the Raiders because if you just take away Darren Waller from Derek Carr you pretty much got the Raiders offense and you just have to worry about Josh Jacobs and the Bills have a capable defense so I take the Bills in this one because their offense um, should be able to do well against the Raiders defense especially if the Raiders defense is on the field all day because the Raiders offense can't get their act together so I'm taking the Bills over the Raiders in that one next we have a good matchup i would say it's going to be patriots at chiefs patriots at chiefs uh of course you know the patriots defense is still strong they're going to have their hands full though against pat mahomes because sometimes it'll look like the chiefs are struggling and then all of a sudden boom they just explode that's just how they are we've seen that since last season or even before last season that's just how it works for them the chiefs are at home uh The Chiefs did show some promise as far as defense last week. Can you do that against a running and passing Cam Newton? I think that they do. I think that uh, Cam Newton will still score on this Chiefs uh, defense, but it won't be enough. Um, And even though uh, Pat Mahomes is going up against a tougher matchup than Cam Newton is, I still think because it's, it's Pat Mahomes and they'll find a way to keep... Uh, cam off the field to the point where cam has to always come in and throw the ball so if cam has to always come in and throw the ball because they're behind uh, eventually i think that bodes well for the chiefs defense and they catch cam slipping with a mistake and the chiefs win maybe only by like four points but i would take the chiefs over the patriots next we have your sunday night football matchup and it is the Eagles at Niners. What can we say about this? Eagles are horrible. Niners have are depleted, but still seem like they're better uh, uh, than the Eagles. Uh, even with who's not there, um, I think it's still questionable whether or not Garoppolo and Raheem Mostert are going to play. Um, but the Eagles have shown me just atrocities throughout. The first three games, and you tied with arguably the worst team in the league last week. I don't have any confidence in you, so I'd have to say Niners by default. <laughs> Niners by default. Um, actually, no, this is not your Sunday night game. That's my bad. Um, uh, actually, no, it is. Yeah, it is Sunday night game. Sunday night game. Wait a minute. Okay. This is confusing. All right, but we got some discrepancies here on the schedule here. But, uh, yeah, this is programmed to be the Sunday night football game. So Niners should take care of the Eagles, even though you would think with Carson Wentz starting against Nick Mullins and even maybe a returning Jimmy Garoppolo, it's not just about quarterback play with these two teams. So I'm taking Niners over the Eagles until the Eagles show me something that they have. Some type of grit and some type of life in them. Uh, next, we have the Falcons at the Packers. Um, yeah, it's 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 rough because um, at times it seems like the Falcons have life, and then they just give up another fourth quarter lead or give up another second, second half lead, and you're going up against the Packers in Green Bay. Yeah, that's not even talking about it. Even if it is a shootout. Aaron Rodgers will find a way to win. He'll find a way to pull it out and win. I can't trust the Falcons' defense. Uh, if the Falcons' offense doesn't have Julio Jones, then Calvin Ridley gets all the attention from the defense. And what can they do? Todd Gurley's not making the impact that he made in, um, as a Ram. So, I mean, yeah, you got to go Packers all the way. And the last game, and his is a little f- funky looking. I don't know why it looks like this. Um, the last game of showing here, Steelers at Titans, um, Steelers at Titans, this is another, um, uh, this is a tricky game. This is, this is something that's like, I mean, both teams just seem like they're, they're strong. You got your three and O Titans. They are, you know, they're not the team that I have the most confidence in as a whole, but they find a way to get it done. They find a way to get it done, even if it's five, six field goals by Goskowski, who now has saved his job, especially since week one, uh, and the horrible atrocity of week one um, has saved his job. So he's good for now by kicking six field goals last week to help his team win. Um, But the 3-0 Titans against the Steelers I a uh, um man. I definitely think that Ben Rossesberger has an edge definitely over um over uh Tannehill. So, I I'm, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'm going to go with the Steelers and I know I could I don't feel confident about it, but I think that uh the air game and the running game will eventually wear down this Titans D and The Steelers know they have to stop Derrick Henry, and then they could probably handle Tannehill if that's all they have to deal with in terms of the Titans trying to come back and win. So I'll take the Steelers in this game. Um, And um, I'm not confident about it because I like both teams in terms of their strengths and what they can do on the field. But um, I'll go with the Steelers in this game to to go into Tennessee and win this football game. But that's it for our week four games in the NFL. I appreciate all my subscribers. Please listen, please share, please subscribe. And we will be back with our recap for week four on Tuesday. Once again, this is Scout Team Sports. Believe until you stop breathing. I'll see you in the next episode.